This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I guess the purpose of the shir is to give some sort of sense somehow in, in a Gemara about the mazolas and um, the shows and so on. It's something that um, for us it's, it's like really alien and just to try to understand how to work and how it structures. So I guess we'll, we'll try to give some sort of a, a way how to approach this Gemara specifically and then how to approach it um, and, and in general it, it would be a little bit of a window for, for certain types of agaritas. Um Let's first start with a passion of Torah. While Kajbrahu set up Briya Saolam, he set it up um, each day with something with a different um, with a, a different Indian that was Nivra. If we take a look at it, it's not exactly what you would expect in terms of a physical world and the needs of a physical world. It's not exactly structured that way. For instance, we start with light, which is interesting. When we come to the fourth day, it says, Now, the first thing that's a little bit interesting to note is, um, one would expect the inanimate stuff should come first. So, or in the beginning, okay, maybe, Mayim Lamoyim, Yikavu Hamayim, and then the Shemesh, and so on. After that, you should have the grass and uh, all the other stuff, especially since grass needs sun. I mean, that's that's a major component of, of, of a grass a cycle is the sun. We don't have it that way. It says, Yehima Oras Berkea Shemayim, Lehavdu Benayom Venalayla. There should be light. We already had light, so light in in the in terms of needs for um, purpose of reading, for purpose of heat, that seems to be included in the first light that was there already. It says Yehima Oros instead of Or. You know the light shall be associated with specific bodies. First of all, Lahavdul bin Lola. So, so that we have two entities, day and night, vehoyu, and these uh, maoros should be laosos. They should be a way of a sign, lemoadim, leyomim ulshanim. So the the purpose of setting up a whole system of planets, sun, and so on, is is sort of a way of imposing a certain structure on our world. The, 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 um, the benefits, kind of the functional benefits of heat and light and so on, could have been done, I pardon the pun, like, sorry, by indirect lighting, which, which was the first day. The fact that there are certain entities there means that they really are act as something else. They act to be Madhul Tinyom Laila and Osos Mo'adim Yomim and Shanim. So the primary function of these entities are to signal, to put a certain 
chron um, a, a certain chronological structure to the world, in expressed in yomim, moadim, shanim. Now let's so so let's get us a, a little bit of an understanding of how we look at it. Akadosh Baruch Hu put us into this world. We have a physical earth underneath our feet, which is really possibly um, completely um, mastered by man. We, I mean, we're, we have, when joined to do that, it says, Nasa Adam v'yirdu b'tgas hayom b'ofa shemai behima b'chol aretz chayom aretz so, or like it says, the passing to Hillam, Kol Shatatarzraglov. We have a huge world that we really can balabativa over. It's it's under it's meant to be under mastery, and we have the ability to do it. And we're surrounded by a huge world that we don't really have the ability to do anything with it, but it sort of overwhelms us. So. We are um, masters of a giant world, and we are subject of a big, huge entity, and that's everything that we see that surrounds us. Another very important um, kind of klal in understanding our perspective and in, in, in the world and Torah, we, we, we are unabashedly anthropocentric believers. The world was created for men and it was created to serve man, and it revolves around man. And it doesn't mean man is automatically good, like it says in Chazal, either we, we can tell him Yitush Kadamcha, or he's, or, or he's greater than the Yonim. It's not an automatic statement that men are great, but the Tachlis of the Bria was man. So, so there's nothing, if we ask ourselves, why are there trillions of stars uh, uh, and worlds that really, really have no tachlis, their tachlis is um, for us. Whether we know it or understand or not, but that's, that's the way we see it. And that's the way we understand it. So there are two, there's one, the earth, the tachlis of the earth is to bring out man's potential, physically and rochniistic. And then the, the purpose of the world that surrounds a person is to give a person certain um, it, to give a person a certain sense that is connected to something higher. It's emotional. A person looks around and he says, "Who am I?" Uh, yes, you know, I've climbed the highest mountains and I've mastered huge countries, but I'm a speck in in this huge world. There is something above me. There's something that surrounds me. And there's a sense that there's something that controls me and my life. That's, you know, whenever we speak of Yira Shemayim, we always use the term Shemayim. The Shemayim, that's the physical Shemayim, is kind of the, 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 the lowest um, expression of something above me, around me, and really directing my life. For instance, let's, let's take it on a lower level. I can plow the fields, I can grow crops, I can pull out weeds, I can make fences. But summer and winter and spring and fall have nothing to do with me. No one asks me any shyness on that one. I, I can control the land, I can't control the weather. So 
I am servant of the weather, master over the land. The, um, and, and so on. The moon comes, the moon creates tides. You know, that's that we see. That's not a, you know, that's, that's clear. The moon makes, you know, it, it, it lifts up waters, lowers waters. Um, the sun brings day and brings night, and day and night is, 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 a, is a very, it's a cycle in nature. In animals and plants and humans are really affected by it in something above them. So in the world that we are, the, 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 the higher world, meaning the physically higher world, anything above the earth and around the earth is meant to convey to us the sense of otherness that is greater than us. It also has real hashpa. The sun has a very clear hashpa in the world. Um, day and night have hashpa, the moon has hashpa, and so on. Exactly how strong is that hashpa? So, um, the, 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 um, we see that, let's leave the physical world out for a second, and let's take a look a little bit at the Metzias in terms of hashkoch on a personal level. A person goes through life and A, we believe that you have Bechira and the Bechira is yours to choose every step of the way. We're also aware of some other things that we have no Bechira. Um, we, as the, the moment we're born, we're given a, a, a list of who we are, what we are what our, our, our IQ is, um, what talents we have, what talents we're missing, a, a, a general character type, um, apathetic, uh, passionate, etc., etc. The parents that we have, the place that we're born, we also detect a certain pattern in life. Some people seem to have a long trail of hardships in their life from beginning till the end. Some people seem to be matzliachat, whatever they do. Some people matzliachat, nothing that they do. So we seem to detect there are certain things that we sense are feedbacks of tov and ra, and there are certain things that this person just seems, um, just doesn't seem, nothing seems to go his way. The Gemara points it out. The Gemara says, Rava and Chista both, both were tremendous people, both big tzaddikim. Gemara Shabbos, the early, in the, in the, in, and yet one of, them, one of them made 60 weddings, one of them buried 60 children, one of them fed his, his goats, ate delicacies, and one of them couldn't have two meals a day. A whole a very, very tr tragic contrast between two giants. The Hezbo can't lie in, 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 in a feedback of what is happening to him, but rather it's something that's sort of that, that piece of the puzzle is predestined. What you do with it, that's Bechira. Your reward in Olam Haba is certainly told in Bechira. But your course of life that, you, that you're going to go through, that seems to have been preset. So if we're looking to find the, the, the place where we would find some sort of hint, some sort of sense at the things that were preset, we would have to look upwards. Just like any time when I want to know why my crops are doing well or not doing well, so the first question is, well, if you, if you nap till 12 o'clock every day and then you go down for a two-hour brunch, your crops aren't going to do terribly well. That's no surprise. 
But then there's some other things. There's rain, there's, there's, there's heat, there's, there are things of that nature. The things that are out of my control come from Lamala. The, um, and that's where there's this whole world of Tzvaos um, and Mazolos, which means basically the forces above us that are seemed to control our destiny instead of the other way around. Now, that there is such a Metzius is clear. I mean, that the Gemara calls it Mazel. And the Gemara says, Hakal Tolib Mazel, Chutz, and, uh, and, and so on. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, everything's always Chusim and maz- or Mazolas and different Gemaras. I don't want to go into that because that's its own, own topic. But certainly, there are things that are preset. It stands to reason that we will find. Um, either signs of it or, or, or causes of it expressed in that medium. Now, it doesn't say it anywhere. In other words, that's, that's something the early nations believed in very, very powerfully so. A part of it was because they did not believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so the only higher elements that they could believe in were Mazalos. That was the, most, the, the highest visible element. But th- it's very possible that there is a reality either in terms of um, either in terms of association, or um, is it, you know it could be a sign, it could be a cause. The, the moon causes um, the moon causes certain physical changes in the world, it, it, you know tides because of the attraction. Um, you know it was it was it was thought that. It could cause mental health, a lack of it, dark periods versus sunlight. Some of them are a mixture of physical effects of like sun and this and that. Maybe, maybe not. But Al Kaponim, that was a prevalent, that was an easy belief for Masolam, and that's why they were called Ovde Kochavim Umazolos. They worshipped it because that was to them God. We understand that there may be truth in it. If it can be proven, just like we look at science, except that the one thing we argue vehemently is that it's not the ultimate cause. It could, at best, it could be an intermediate cause, sort of Akarish Baruch putting X, Y, or Z into place to cause different things. Just like on the physical level, there's there's cause and effects that are physical, but we look at it as the Yad of Ashkacha. or it could be the science. Akarish Baruch does everything with a sign. So, for instance. Um, he, he, he planted Shabbos in the world, the sun set Shabbos. So the Ruchnis, the school of Shabbos, is set by cycles of sun. Um, he planted Yantovim, and that's set with a somewhat erratic cycle of a moon. Those are Moadim. He planted a very physical cycle, and that's Shonim, and that's done by the sun. So the Mazolos, certainly some of the Mazolos, seem to have in us are definitely there for the reason to mark certain things so even though it's hard to understand why X amount of cycles of the moon should create iris of Pesach but HaKadosh Baruch linked it that way and when Bezdin sees the moon at the right Kufa um, in the right place it's Pesach now so, so, so there's a linkage either one can look at it as HaKadosh Baruch causes that to cause certain realities in, in, in Ashba, 
or it's just a sign, a Kaddish Baruch Hu tags it with certain signs to us. So if we look up, so, so, so we're, we're looking, so, so the world of observing those forces of Kochavim Azals and so on, and is, and is something that had been, you know, there are occasionally people that, um, you know, they'll, they'll claim that the, the certain cycles of solar flare-ups cause certain changes or not, I don't know, you know, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't become, it's not terribly well established, but be it as it may, um, we take a look at this world of Kohamazalas and we understand it that it's, it's, it, these are signals that Akash Baruch has that we can use to understand somewhat the world of Mazalos. Now let's, uh, let's understand two things about it. First of all, the Ramchal says, we've seen the Akedo Kezian Shabbos, Ramchal is the one who speaks about it, Mefurish. The Ramchal says in Das Tvunas, um, speaks about on a whole bunch of places clumped together, that our, our life, it, what makes it so hard to see Yad Hashem is because our life, what happens to us is a combination of hashkocha and mazel. Hashkocha means the feedback for our maizim. So I sh- certain things I have to say, the reason why this thing happened to me is it's, it's a reminder that I'm not doing this well. And the reason why certain other things happen is because of mazel. Um, mazel, he explains, it's the same concept, he explains it as a Baruch Hu's ultimate understanding of what the world has to go through to reach its shlemus. The world has to have people who are struggling with difficult minds. The, pre, the, 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 the world needs X amount of people struggling with X amount of financial distress. The world needs X amount of people struggling with these type of health problems. And they need to overcome it this way. Mazel is a Kaddish Baruch Hu's predestined, pre, predestination of the Tikkun for the world. So what makes it so difficult for us to, um, to, to, get, to, to get an instant reading on, you know, to air to, to, to ask, oh, why did this happen? Let's open up the, the solution book. It says here that if you do this, this is what happens. And, okay, so we now have it. That's not. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's intertwined between the things that Kaddish Baruch Hu sets up to us that come from a place beyond um, Bechira, before Bechira, to the things that are shaykh to rule the Bechira. And nobody has, or really, unless the person has in the book from Kaddish Baruch Hu, extraordinary Ruach HaKodesh, can he actually mark off the pieces and say, oh, this is this, 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 this. We need to, we need to do our best. We don't have the ability to sort of judge. So we live in a world that has both mazel and hashgacha. When when we took a look, when we look at the world above us physically, there are two things you notice. Um, we don't notice much because the star, the, the 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 skies are usually not visible. If you have lighting today, you don't see the sky. And to me, the only time I ever had a profound experience that there actually is a world with stars outside was. During your Kippur War, they had a blackout, and um, all of the lights in Israel were extinguished. And you, at night, so uh, the war started in Kippur. Um, starting Chalmot Sukkot, out of Chavrus, I used to walk this house as a Torah. It was about a 25-minute walk, I, so I had no problem walking. And towards the end of the month, I used to literally have to hold on from bush to bush because there wasn't a shred of light. 
Um, and then I realized the moon actually gives light and the stars give X amount of light. That's, that's the, and if it's cloudy, there's no star. I'm, it's actually the first time you saw it. We, we're, not, we're not aware of it. But if you take a look at the stars, you pick up two things. There are stars that have um, a very gradual rotation. The same, the same setup of the stars, they're all fixed, and they come round again and again every night. They keep moving a little bit quicker than the sun, a little bit slower, and every period of time of a month or so, a different... The, the sun, if we were to put the sun imaginary in the backdrop of stars, it would actually be coming from a different clump of stars. That's the first thing we notice. So we have this huge backdrop of millions of stars. They have sort of constellations that kind of in a fixed pattern. And I could see the sun as rising from a different one around the year, round and around. That's one thing. And then there are seven entities in the Shemayim that don't have any fixed place and they just seem to go wherever they feel like. Um, that I also noticed, and that's very strange, that's kind of weird, it's almost as if it's alive. It's everything else just moves around and around and so on. So we have two sets of, of, uh, of, of heavenly beings, um, one of them fixed but rotating gradually, and one of them kind of wandering and not very very difficult to, to really plot out any type of orbit for it those are called what we call a planet the word planet means a wanderer actually in greek um and it's those are the only ones that were visible the sun and the moon again the planets in the sense that they that they wander and then you have uh, mercury venus the earth doesn't count because you're on the earth you have mars you have Saturn and Jupiter. That, that was visible to people with minimal amount of instruments. And they, could, they would see it. They were huge. They were very different. So the message you get is there is a Kavudic pattern of things that goes round and round. And that's Tkufis. In other words, just like the seasons come round and round, these mazolas come round and round, and the sun rises from each mazal. And it would stand to reason that if Akash Baruch set up the world that way, and why else, why else would he have a pattern like that? I mean, if Akash Baruch just wanted lighting, he would have had even lighting, track lighting, kind of, and you know, and everybody was like, "Wow, look at how symmetrical it is! Wonderful!" It's not at all like that. And the 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 and the and it and it also goes round and round. It has a slightly different length. It's called a sidereal day. It has a slightly different length than the, the than the sun, and therefore. It's it 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 you you see you sense that the day rises from someplace else. Th that is the world of Mazolos, like the zodiac signs: Mazel Tleh, Mazel Psula, Mazel Masnayim, and um, Chazal and Chazal associated with various phenomena. And therefore, it stood to be understood that certain events would happen within certain Mazolos. What about those wanderers? What about those seven heavenly entities that don't, you know, they're, 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 they're neither here nor there anywhere? That obviously has a much sharper personal influence. In other words, just like you have this huge amount of stars which kind of are a general hashba and it goes around slowly and it changes 
every so often, every once a month, let's say, and, and then in a, in a big picture, Tkufa, it's, um, the, the, these wanderers change constantly, so the smallest, so they obviously affect individuals more, and they also are, um, the unit of time is a different unit. A month is a macro unit, sort of in a year, a month is, is a unit in a year, because that's what the, 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 um, the big mazolus comes around. Um, if you're talking about splitting up the smallest astronomical unit that we are conscious of naturally are ours. In other words, in the time of the Gemara, they didn't have clocks. So you could, the Gemara says, in other words, an hour is a, is, is a unit that's a fraction of a day, and, and it's, it's a unit that's comfortable enough for a person. It's the smallest unit. A person, a person who's, not, who's living in a watch-free society um, could possibly determine hours himself. Very hard. Anything less than hour minutes is not, is not determinable. So an hour are those small units. So the way the world understood, the way Chazal gave it to us, works as follows. You have seven um, entities that um, wander around and have their own, seem to have their own agenda. Every, so we have seven days of a week. Every single, so starting with the first day, on the first hour, every hour will come under the influence or marking, depending on where you want to go with it, of a specific muzzle, and it will give you some, some tag, some understanding of what the day is there for. It works out that every day starts with, you know, seven days, seven mazalas, and you go around. Every day is going to have a different, it's going to start with a different muzzle, and the day that it starts with makes sense to say that that's its dominant feature. That's the system as it's set up. Now the question is, so, so, so Chazal tagged it as such. These ideas were also very popular in Musa'olam. Not only very different than today, we take biology and we'll explain it with Yanim Amukim, the, uh, using what we know today as apropos to, to, to understanding Yad Hashem. If we, if we understood the science correctly, we will understand some halach that HaKadosh Baruch put into it. That's natural. What now? So Kachov Mazalos, the, the the Rambam says that it's all nonsense. There is there are one or two places where he does not say that. He says that not absolute truths, and what the and what they know from it is vague, and very little truth in it. That's impressionized. He does seem to give us a truth. Many of the Rishonim held that there was a truth to it. Um, did they have it as an exact? Was an exact science? very, very hard to make an exact science out of it. Um, and I don't know if we even have the astrology people had. I, I doubt the stuff that you read in the newspaper has any shares to it. But at any rate, it either was something that there was a chachma to it that Chazal felt had truth to it, and they accept that the Goyim saw it as the root of it, and we saw it simply as a funnel or, or a marker. Um, um, Chazal certainly felt that these in Yonim had a certain emiss to themselves in the panemius of it. In other words, if there's a star that looks reddish to us, 
which is moss. Um, Akadosh Baruch Hu made big things for reasons. Red is a color of blood. It's a color of, of, of you know violence. It has in itself certain qualities that one ought to mark off as having some shaykhs with it. How much does that affect us? We run into a problem because whereas in the world underneath us we're supposed to use science and human energy and effort to make changes that we do our give shu on every level so there's no problem if a person goes out to the field and works hard he's not a kaifer the Arab, he's, he's you know if he, he's being mekayim at sivu of but if a person gazes at stars it's it's not push it uh, on the one hand that's what they call mazolus you're not allowed to stare at the moon. Um, on the other hand, the Gemara says that mechashif tkufis, and not clear if it just means for this or for mazalos also. It, not clear in the practical application um, what we're supposed to do with it. But the, the concept of mazal is something which we believe in in the sense that there are patterns of predestination that they not only super they precede and supersede our efforts it's it's at the question just like we're surrounded by the kohav mazals we're surrounded by mazal and um and it has it's not the result of what we did it's rather the prelude for what we are to do um so it, it has applications so the chazal and there were many now, in the practical sense, there are many. There have been different approaches to these Chazal. Some say that Chazal felt you you should be using the science of the times, and if and if it was understood that way, then um, this is what people had a chiyuv to be careful and to do things at the right time. Just like if somebody today countermands the the uh, if somebody today does something that a doctor tells him is pikuach nefesh to do if he does it and the person does it. Even if in 50 years from now they'll discover the doctor wrong, the person did a terrible error. Because it's, it's, to the best of your knowledge, this was unhealthy, and to the best of your knowledge, um, you, you, that's what you have to work with. And your chiv of Shmatimon of Shasechem is a chiv to act that way. And therefore, Chazal spelled out for us those in Yanim and so on. That's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it, and this is the way that the morale sort of generally looks at Gadot, and it's sort of the cheda that I was brought up in, is that these inyanim on the chitzonius may or may not be right, but Chazal definitely felt mitzad the pnimius inyan, it is right. Now, let's give a demonstration. I just want to give an example. It says that a person should not be makis dam. Uh, when the mazel is not a good mazel for it, and, and so on and so forth. Hakozas dam is a process where a person begins to tamper with a body. And um, everybody knows it, hospitals are dangerous places because any time you're opening a body, any time anytime you, 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 you're intervening, then that is sakana be'etzim. Some procedures are, are a lot of sakana, some are not much sakana. But 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 the sakana lies like it says a derech is sakana. There are some things that just the principle of it. A person who's not in his place is the sakana. 
once you've, the minute you've laid a knife to a person's body, once you've, the body is, the difference between the protection of a body that's closed to open is worlds apart. And even if it's a hospital setting with gloves and everything, opening up a body, it exposes it. So, so, so that's a makom sakana. There are zmanim that are mesukit. Um, the, our guide for when we apply these in Yanam or not is usually what the Shachar brings down. Um, that's sort of seen. So, those things that the, the Shachar brings as sakana, we avoid. Those things that not, we, we say it was, it was only a sakana as it stood then. But there's an emiss that stays with it, mitzad the pnimius of it, mitzad the token of it, and we need to understand it. You know, Hakazas Dami was the, the surgical procedure today. It was when a person opened up himself and let out blood, and that itself is fraught with sakana. There are zmanim that are, uh, that are the right times to do it, and there's are not the right times to do it. It's, it's not something that we can box up scientifically exactly, because it's, it's, it's too difficult. There's no way to do it. Um, but, but, and, and it's also a mixture between uh, mazals and other things. But at any rate, um, that's, I guess, an approach to, to understand this chazal. So just to go over some of the points. The first, the important nekuda from our point of view is the Ramchal, the way he sets it up in Das Tunis, that there are two, when we look at Maisei Hashem and the Bria, we look at two realms. We look at, he calls it, the, the Mahalach of Mazel and the Mahalach of um, Bechir, I believe. In other words, one is what comes to you, and by definition, that's above our understanding. It, it, we start with the result, not with the beginning. We, we see the rain. We don't see the shorish of it. We don't understand why the world needs that people should suffer in such a way, and people should be bewildered in such a way, and events should unfold in such a way. There's no point in thinking about it, and that's what's called mazel. When we say fate is blind, that is a distortion of the sense of, of, the, of, the, of the truth. The truth is we are blind to fate. In other words, it comes to us as fate because we have no mahalach in understanding it. We weren't given the ability to understand it. We have no need to understand it. It's, it's, like, when you, it's, it's like when you have a geometry book and they give you a problem and it says, given that this line is like this, this line is like that, and this is true about this, prove this, this, and this. And this. Um, y- you don't, unless, unless you're really bored, you don't sit and say, hmm, why, d- why did they give us a triangle like that? Like, where did that triangle come from? Like, w- I-, I wonder where he thought about this. I mean, it's, 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 um, it, it, that's, it's made new age geometry, but it's certainly not, not, not productive geometry. It, it, you know, given. Now, from this point, stop. We live, and that given to us, it has a physical representation, and, th- and that's the Shemaim around us. It's the reason we say unabashedly that the reason why Kaddish Baruch created such, so many olomos and so on and so forth um, is for men. And the, what, the only thing that we seem to have is some sort of ashpa, looking at it, seeing it, noticing things, being bewildered by it, being overcome by it, and being humbled by it. All of those are appropriate reasons. That's the world of mazel. And then you have the world of schar and which is sort of a feedback from our maizim. And, and they, they, the reality is, is, is a tremendous intertwining of the two in a way that we can discern it. The, there are in Yanim, 
in the, and the, we believe for those Shittas and Rishonim that believe there is truth in Mazalas, they felt that the Goyim spotted these things, had some insight into it. There are truths. There's plenty of, of nonsense also, but there certainly are truths in it. And um, you, you also, you know, pe- you, you notice sometimes, um, even large wise, you know, there'll be years when, like, you, there'll be tremendous, um, you know, like, there'll be tons of, of uh, high performing students, and there'll be years when it's very schwach. You know, sometimes it's a statistical fluke. Sometimes you wonder, you know, is there some sort of hashkacha about a tkufa? I mean, we take a look, uh, um, even without, we take a look, the gedolim that we had, the, 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 the type of works that were produced from the Chazim going back a hundred years before is unparalleled and it's unparalleled before almost and it's certainly not there's, there's very little that can explain the difference there was Ashkacha I mean the Ragachov, the Svasemis, Reb Chaim the Rav um, you know, Reb Chaim Oiza, uh, w- w- where? I mean, you know, and they go back another 50 years, uh, you know, we saw uh, the, the, um, Reb Shantel Hirsch. I mean, there wasn't, there hasn't been a tkufa like that in Kaiser. Is it a fluke? Is it a, is it a tkufa? Is it ashkocha? It, it's, it, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't, we don't have to have answers. Just to notice. At least look up and, you know, umar menecha. The mazolas come in two types. What Chazal what call mazolas are of two types. There are all the stars and heavenly bodies, namely entities, which are fixed, and they go in a slow pattern. And then there's the, the smaller mazolas, which are the planets, and those, uh, what, what they say to us is, there are real uh, um, sharp changes, flukes, um, uncompletely bewildering, um, seemingly disconnected, and, and that applies large groups of people tend to have a general hashgacha. People, ha- people themselves seem to be very, you know, there's like, like uh, big differences. Um, also, um, it, 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 the, the unit of time that it would apply to would be much smaller units. And that's, that gave us the, the concept of mazolas on, on hourly basis, which over a week, said mazolas, you've, you've gone through the whole, you've gone through the whole cycle. That's I, gu- I guess as good as I can, you know, get out of Gemara. That's the, that's the you know an approach understanding some of the practical parts of it, some of the token of it. Okay.